honestly, if I, I wouldn't be doing what I was, I'm doing if it wasn't giving back to something positive. And a lot of us women um, with clothing, we get empowered. If we don't start our day dressing up, we don't feel the same and our day doesn't continue to be the way it, we want it to be. So that's where the empowerment piece comes together. Welcome back to Nisi Lexi. In today's episode, I have a very, very exciting um, designer from Canada here with me today, Susie Timassi. She will be discussing her uh, role in the fashion industry and how she started her company from being a jewelry designer and now fully emerging into the fashion industry as a fashion designer. And before I start, I just wanted to wish you guys all a happy new year and we're excited to have you guys in our new edition for season three podcast. We're here with our first guest live, Susie Timasi. Welcome, Susie. How are you doing? <laughs> Great. Thank you for having me on your show. It's so delighted to see you again. I got to see you at a fashion show that we did, and um, that's where we connected so well. So I'm so honored to be on your show. Awesome, awesome. I actually met Susie back in uh, Markham Diversity uh, Fashion Show that we did a few years back. And she, I got to walk in her, one of her collection, actually, metallic kind of vibe. It was an amazing piece. I love that piece, actually. <laughs> it looked amazing in it, honestly. It's a nice jumper. It's You can dress it up, dress it down. It's a very diverse um, thing to wear and have yeah. in your closet. It's super comfortable and as well as like for me, I like everything that is flashy because I like to stand out. So I feel like that piece was just rock on. <laughs> well, it made you. Honestly, it was meant for you. So <laughs> thank you, Susie. So please, Susie, tell us uh, more about yourself and how did you come about to becoming the designer you are today? Well, my name is Susie Tomasi. I am founder of Susie Q Jewels Fashion. It started as a jewelry line, which I refurnished, broken jewelry, revamped it, and designed it, and sold it. And it went really well. Mm -hmm. And then at that time, there were so many people doing jewelry, and my eyes were depleting on me. I couldn't do more beading. Um, so I had to kind of like take a moment and um, talk to God, honestly. Um, real world, real words, honestly. Um, and I said, God, what do I do now? Like, I can't, I want to do this. I want to work on my own. I worked in corporate, was doing this while I was mat leave. And I want to do this, but I want to empower and give back to the community. So he um, gave me my vision back and he's, well, my flashback and said to me, remember those times. And I grew up from a broken family in which my my father drank, he was European, and he would get abusive. So I, that kind of gave me like the flashback of giving back to the women's shelters. And jewelry always corresponded to dressing up and knowing what to wear and mix and matching pieces from that. So then I started a consignment store Mm -hmm. um, that went really well. We did fashion shows throughout Ontario. But the thing is about that, people would want the, real, uh, the same clothing 
that people were giving me and I couldn't find them. So then I went back to the drawing board <laughs> and then I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to start making my own pieces. So I started making my own pieces. I sometimes revamp pieces that haven't been sold. I had a boutique and, um, it's been successful from, from throughout. And the best thing is that we give back to the women's shelters across Ontario. We also have a foundation open for children and women to start the cycle of abuse. So we empower women with that. That's amazing. I actually didn't know the full story. And I'm actually glad to be hearing this for the first time that your collection is not just like, oh, I have a passion for fashion but it's also I want a passion to like support and also empower people that is something very important for us to know as well as to just understanding your story much better and the reason why you do what you do is an incredible things and thank you so much for being a, a an advocate for women supporting and as well as like in helping us uh, with the with the initiative that you have started Oh, thank you. Honestly, if I, I wouldn't be doing what I was, I'm doing if it wasn't giving back to something positive. And a lot of us women um, with clothing, we get empowered. If we don't start our day dressing up, we don't feel the same and our day doesn't continue to be the way it, we want it to be. So that's where the empowerment piece comes together. That's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that story. So I know you initially first started with jewelry pieces and then now you emerge into a full production of fashion uh, line. So can you tell us what is the inspiration with the new uh, fashion collection that you emerged to? Yes. Um, actually, everyone asks me why Susie Q Jewels. Mm -hmm. um, Susie Q Jewels originated with my father. He used to call Susie Q because when he didn't drink, he was amazing dad. He was one of those dads you would look up to. Mm -hmm. But the alcohol kind of altered him to Jackal and Hyde. And then jewelry was when I was starting my business. So it just came together. And then when I was writing my magazine piece, because I have two magazines, one called Empower in Heels, mm -hmm. in which it's a magazine we donate to the shelters to inspire women there of, of other women that have gone through things that they've gone through and have seen the light of uh, at the end of the tunnel. And the other magazine is business fashion. So when I did that magazine, uh, Empowered in Heels, I had to write about my story. Then I go, oh my gosh, the puzzles just came together because Susie Q Jewels represents the people I get to touch every day. And either them wearing my clothing, wearing the jewelry, or just contact. Uh, they're my jewelry. They're my jewels. So they're like my gems. So um, mm. that's why I kept it to Susie Q Jewels. And our foundation that we have with charity um, registration is called SQJ, mm. uh, Women and Children Foundation, which has Susie Q Jewels in it because a lot of shelters don't want to we can't tell them what we are right so we have to have like a closed name so that we can assist the women that are in need mm -hmm. that's amazing um thank you so right now i know uh the, your website is www.suzykajols.com that's where a lot of everybody that wanted to be able to support the mission as well as purchase items they can go in there and support your collections correct 
That's correct. Awesome. There's a donate a portion that goes into a trust fund mm -hmm. and that is distributed to the shelters we are affiliated with. And we also have our foundation, which is courses for the women that have gone through trauma to gain their self-confidence, to uh, give them the self-worth that they have, you know, just give them some time with their, their selves to gain that mm -hmm. and have their kids attended to at the same time. So that cycle of abuse doesn't repeat. And mm -hmm. is this program only open just like within the GTA or can women like... For no, it's throughout Ontario. Honestly, we have shelters that we have designated. Mm -hmm. um, every time we have an event, uh, we donate to those shelters. So if we have an event in Bonn, that goes to the Yellow Brick House. If we have an event in Durham, it goes to the Denise house. If we have an event in Helmington, uh, we have a shelter there. So some shelters, we can't disclose their names because mm -hmm. they're protection to the women, their emergency uh, rescues. Um, mm -hmm. But we have a, a CALAWS uh, documentation that we, we can't disclose their name and therefore they're a part of our trust fund. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So for those uh, viewers right now though, who would love to support, they might not necessarily live within the GTA or within Ontario, how can they be of a support like either through the donations or there's any other method of them actually to kind of volunteer to be a part of this? Um, we're always looking for volunteers if they can help us. Um, right now with donations, it's only funds because of COVID. We, mm -hmm. we used to take clothing donations in which we would assist people while they were leaving their homes and emergency purposes and didn't have anything. We could help them with that. But a lot of the shelters are not accepting those items anymore due to space. You know, we need a storage room for it. Mm -hmm. And that could be a room for a, a, a mom and child to stay in. And then COVID itself. So we've limited to donations fund-wise. Mm -hmm. And you could donate through my website. There is a donation portion that goes into the trust fund. Awesome, Grace. So yeah, for all our views, viewers that are listening or tuning in, make sure to go visit uh, com, and you'll be able to support her uh, collections as well as supporting the women that she is taking the initiative to also help and empower them through this difficult time, especially with the COVID-19. There is, has been a lot of ways of um, concerns with regards to domestic abuse and all of that. So this is a very crucial time for us to kind of like help and support and empower women that are going through all these uh, issues. Um, where can, obviously we're purchasing it online, so can you tell us what one of your most memorable moment or experience you had either as a fashion stylist or a general designer within your career so far? Um, I believe it's been um, working with normal women or traumatic women that have gone through um, trauma in their lives and empowered themselves to be models. Mm -hmm. um, I think that has been a real reward for me to see uh, that I've touched people's lives with that. And um, another one would be photo boxers. We did a, a recent, I'm a fashion stylist also. Mm -hmm. So that gives me um, a kind of niche to use my clothing at the same time and have it styled on a person. And with photo boxers, it 
allows me to work with different talented photographers mm-hmm. and one model to dress them up in four different different styles, which has really given me the diversity to work on film and have everything ready and style the model, have everything to perfection because you don't have um, time to prepare. Yeah. Um, and it's been a, a great, honestly, this year has been a very good year. Um, compared to the COVID, um, I thought <laughs> my business would die basically because who's wearing gowns right now, right? Unless yeah. you're at home and hopefully you dress up for New Year's. Think of me, please. Um, <laughs> just do it for your family, right? Or or now it's virtual parties, right? So just do it for that. That's but for sure. Not only that, do it for the ladies that we, we support because they really depend on our 20% that we give them mm-hmm. or donate directly if you, you know, go either way, you won't go wrong. Honestly, I promise you. That is <laughs> so true. So even with the with the pandemic, I realized like during a month of the summertime, there was like a viral uh, get ready with me challenge where people kind of like do a little snippet of their video kind of changing their clothes around, just kind of giving that work from home experience. Were you, a, were you a part of that movement of like going viral, just doing switch up like uh, videos, content online with like the fashion? Yes, definitely. Um, a lot of tops have been selling because that's what people see on Zoom calls, right? So um, I had to incorporate more tops into my line or loungewear, which I was more gr- uh, glam, um, you know, party wear. And all of a sudden I had to do the switcheroo and, mm-hmm. and yeah, just helping as much as I can um, and, and peaking people's um uh, notion to not just be in PJs all day, right? <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> That's so true. So how, I know with the whole COVID use, you mentioned earlier that you were actually busy than expected, which is a good thing. Busy means you're working, there's more business going. So how did you manage to cope with the pandemic and stay active and also creative? Um, I was lucky I was already online. So a lot of my business was online already uh, worldwide. Um, I think the most I had to do is incorporate more tops and um, like loungy pieces that people can use at home because, of course, they're not going to buy a gown, which mm-hmm. a lot of my um, inventory and my collection that I make is gowns. So I started to restructure some of that and go into tops and um incorporating more business styles because you know business meetings and whatsoever Mm -hmm. so that's where i had to kind of uh, cope on that and then also doing zoom calls for styling going into their closet like buy a computer and they show me their closet and I would look at their stuff, have them try it on and say if it's good or not, if it's where it's for their body type. So incorporating those type of uh, techniques helped a lot to keep me moving along until this pandemic ends. Right. Yeah. And being positive, right. We just need to help each other as much as we can and stay safe. For sure, for sure. That's actually something very unique that you mentioned uh, that you are actually pivoting online by doing a style via Zoom. That's that's actually unique, very something interesting. I as a, as a, I style a lot for music videos, so it required me to be on set. But because of the whole COVID nineteen, I had to turn down so many of the um, the styling projects because it was like I didn't want to put a lot of people on risk with the whole 
virus. So a lot of us now have to kind of come up with creative way to be obviously like is still stay active even with the styling because the styling require you to be on set but for the fact that you managed to now do it like virtually and kind of getting them to like still kind of have that one-on-one experience I feel like that's something very unique for you able to kind of like pivot around and find ways to make things work and um, so what are some of the shift in the industry have you noticed like since the pandemic just like as a whole with the fashion industry a lot of big box uh, big box stores are, are actually making money and a lot of smaller um, locations are shutting down, which is very s- sad in that sense because we should be supporting local and not outside industries, w- mm-hmm. which doesn't really benefit Canada itself. Um, so if you can shop local, please do um, support your local artists, designers, anyone that makes something at home. Um, Because honestly, that revenue goes to their bread and butter to have their homes and their children and also Canada itself, right? Mm -hmm. So um, a lot of big, you know, uh, even big brands now, um, you know, I think there was a lot of stores that were closing down, like La Senza and other ones. They're going online everyone's going to go online and there's not going to be physical clothing for you to touch and feel and try on and again so if you can support the small locals let them do that and you know let them uh, persevere and and get that market if they can right yeah that's for sure and i did also notice that a lot of companies either big or small Online is like their new ways to go. So Amazon being the uh, the the pioneer of like an online based retail. So a lot of companies actually shifting into that market as well. So yeah, how that supports even if your local stores now are considering on pivoting online. So I do also agree with you that they should start considering on shopping local and increase and helping those small business owners with uh, revenues and kind of just maintaining their lifestyle as well. It was funny because I went with my kids. I had to go and get a winter jacket for my son. Mm-hmm. And when I went to Walmart, I noticed Mex was there. So a lot of the, the, the stores that were closing down their individual stores, what they've done is they've been smarter. Mm-hmm. Now they're going into the big box stores to be available for people to buy there. Since if they had their individual store, because it's not a essential store mm-hmm. they can still sell it at uh, a big box store so yeah oh. just keep an eye on that too right <laughs> smart that, yeah. that's a great insight for sure <laughs> yeah. so what are some advice uh would you give someone who is just starting in the, their career in the uh the fashion industry uh what are some advice would you give them i would Okay, because when we started, when I started my design, it was almost 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. And as a woman entrepreneur, it was really hard. Now take advantage. There's so much out there for women to actually um, endorse or get loans and funding. Opening a website is crucial to have a business. Mm -hmm. Um, Take it slow. Um, and try to take advantage of other people that are actually developed. So if, if 
for myself, I love mentoring students so that they can use my platform of Mm -hmm. the 15 years so that they can jumpstart their career and get their market sold. So some of my stuff, you'll see other designers incorporated for that reason, because people already know me, therefore Mm -hmm. they trust my market. And they trust that I like good things so that they'll try buying those things so that you're not starting off brand new and just starting that niche right now without the networking involved is really hard. That's for sure. That's actually a great uh, negative knowledge to young designers to start considering on like learning from people who already done it and mm-hmm. kind of use them as a mentor to guide them through their pathway and success within the industry itself so that's a good that's a good point you brought it up um growing up obviously you you might have people that influence you in the fashion who would you think was your biggest influence in the fashion industry growing up I think Madonna was one of my big impact my mom even told me I used to dress like her and (laughs) wear the glove and stuff like that but um Jeannie Becker was another one and I actually got to meet her um I think it was seven years ago mm-hmm. when I was um, at a, a fashion event and we got to chat and I said you were one of my idols when um, you had your fashion TV and it was great to connect and, and converse with her. So I think those have been my main and then Coco Chanel. Like I know a lot of people don't like Chanel, but her clothing was so classic and it was so well put together that it was it was something that you can wear today if, mm-hmm. even if you had it in your closet because you could still rock that look so she has um really made a mark on me as uh, the glamorous and classy elegant style which is something that I really look at my designs mm-hmm. yeah co- as you mentioned Coco Chanel as well as Madonna I feel like their style is timeless and it's something that would never go out of style. And a lot of even newer um, designers that are coming up, we take some of their stuff as an inspiration and to create a spin of it. So mm-hmm. we would do on that note. Um, who are some talented either singers, influencer or fashion figures you would hope to collaborate with in the near future? I would love to collaborate with Arena Grande. And um, Jennifer Lopez, definitely Jennifer Lopez. That would be like my dream um, come true because uh, I mentioned it somewhere else. Um, <laughs> because she's so classy and she will go with anything and look amazing. So, yeah, those two are the ones that I would look at too, to awesome. see if I can style them or design something for them. <laughs> so Jennifer Lopez or Ariana Grande, if you guys happen to look at this video in time future just make sure to reach out to Susie because she would love to work with you this check off (laughs) (laughs) for sure for sure and so what are some takeaway messages or negative knowledge from your experience as an entrepreneur that you would love to share with our young viewers um never bring your because sometimes you want to make a sale Never bring down your price. Um, know your worth. Um, you know how many hours you put into a piece to make it and how much material we put into making an item to design it. So if someone cannot pay that, then don't don't give it away for free. Um, 
Uh, I know we want to make it big in the industry and we try to accommodate people and, you know, think they're going to help us. But at the end of the day, you need to give yourself worth. So that's one thing. Mm -hmm. And then look at your numbers. So let's say if you do have a fashion line and if it's not doing well, don't do it as a passion. Make sure you're making your bread and butter to maintain it because at the end of the day, you need to to feed for your family and yourself, right? Mm -hmm. So those are things that you should kind of look at. Awesome. These are very, very strong um, insight that you share because obviously knowing your word, a lot of time as a young entrepreneur, we tend to bend the rules a little bit, just be like, okay, maybe if I give them this for free or if I just kind of like let it slide or give a discount, then I would have a customer. But essentially that's going to hurt your business on the long run. So I love the fact that you brought it up to stay strong and kind of like know your worth and things like that. That's actually a very strong point that you brought it up. Um, so from your experience, what are some specific roadblocks for them to watch out to? Um, uh, <laughs> follow your dream for sure. Um, there are going to be people that are going to make up stories or say you can't do it or designers don't make money. Yes, partially true. But you know what? If you really do what you love to do and you do it with passion, you make money. Um, it always happens that way. Um, take it slow. Don't go all full force. Don't put like 40,000 into it. Go slowly, make the money, then um, generate funds for you and invest at the same time. So you're not taking out of your bucket of savings. Um, those are the main one. Look at your passion. If it's a passion project and if you're making funds mm. and uh, yeah, just don't follow anyone. If you see that someone's not giving you the positivity, stay away from that. And if it's something that you're really passionate about, Check the market. Look to see if it's something you, they are looking for and, and talk to your friends. Say, look, I have this new design that I'm thinking of doing. What do you think? Would you use it? Would you like to try it? Um, give me your input. Have you seen it in the market? Look at those things before you just jump into it. Because everyone thinks fashion um, clothing is easy sell. It's one of the hardest sells mm -hmm. in the market industry. Um, people think, oh yeah, well, I could sell clothing. It's not an easy sell. It's body type. You have to consider, mm -hmm. you have to consider the type of style. If it's good quality, the material is very pricey and, and look at landfill. Try to do things that you can revamp and save our land at the same time because look at us today we're using masks mm. hopefully we won't have to do that after this pandemic because we don't want to wear gas masks right yeah so who thought like in a million years that a mask will be a part of our everyday lifestyle as well as like a fashion trend <laughs> i know i i told my kids i used to tell them when they recycle i go make sure you recycle it's for your kids because then they're gonna have to wear a mask yeah. um Six months later, we're wearing masks. It's like, oh my gosh, God gave it to me right in the mouth. <laughs> yeah. 
I know. <laughs> sure. It was a lovely having chatting with you here today. And um, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day and actually joining us in the Nisi Lexi uh, platform. We actually got to learn so much about not only like your fashion lines, but the inspiration behind it. And now for a lot of the people that actually get to learn about Susie Kujol is not just a fashion house, but it's also supporting women within the uh, the domestic violence, as well as supporting our Ontario by bringing initiatives that are helping and empowering other women, even through the courses or simply just by styling them and giving them hope. And I wanted to just personally and publicly say thank you for that. And uh, other thing that we wanted to ask you is that what would we hope to see from you let's say uh, two years from now a year from now with your Susie Kajil collections um thank you so much for having me on the show first of all it was a really pleasure uh from the first time I met you I didn't know too much about you but I kind of read up a little bit of your blogs and I said oh what a great you know I saw some of your work and I said oh she's very inspiring um and in the future, I see us doing more positive, positivity, mentoring, mm -hmm. um, empowering girls, because that's where women start as a girl, and then they flourish to women. So we've been incorporating some of our designs into younger generations and it, impacting them that modeling isn't just to be beautiful. It's also to be beautiful inside and out. And mm -hmm. it's a form of confidence and self-worth of yourself that you deserve to look good right mm -hmm. so i see uh suzy q jules doing that expanding more and empowering more girls and women and doing more courses and um doing more of the foundation part i am gonna try my clothing for a while keep it going uh left i wish i had girls I had two boys, <laughs> so let's see who will hand off that torch to carry the clothing line, yeah. um, or maybe one of my models. Hopefully, they'll say, you know what, Susie, I want to take on your clothing line. I will take it on, and I'll go, okay, go for it. It's all yours, like, you know? <laughs> so let's see what's going to happen with that. But I see us doing more mentoring and helping entrepreneurs and trying to jumpstart their career faster than when I went through it. So. That's me. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> so would you ever consider, I know you said you have only boys, would you consider also adding some men collections in the future, like as a kind of like a separate extension that you already have? Actually, our magazine started, our business fashion magazine started with that because I had the Empowered in Heels. It was an amazing magazine and had a lot of um, insights to it. But I had a lot of men criticize me and say, I want to be part of your brand. I want to be part of your brand. I'm here like, how do I incorporate that? That's where we started with the magazine. And we have some men in there that um, share their photos and whatsoever and do shoots with us. Yeah. Um, but I really don't want to get into the menswear. I have an amazing designer in Brampton. We've uh, uh, co-affiliated with that because mm -hmm. I have women's suits now on my brand because of him. And he has a men's side. So I think I will keep it like that yeah. and um, give that niche to him. And <laughs> then just have the magazine that we can share. That's yeah. 
that's perfect at least we know that there's something that men can still obviously still get it but Susie Kajul it's the brand and it's the name that everybody should be going following go to www.suzykajul.com and make sure to support her uh, line by donating either funds or also to the storage as you mentioned earlier they need a lot of storage at the moment to be able to help them and expand their business especially during the COVID and thank you once again Susie for being here today and I wish you all the best with your business and feel free to come back anytime when you have a collections or you need a promotional shout out just feel free to join us and let us know oh thank you I'd like to do a shoot with you also to get you in the magazine for biz and fashion so please follow us on Instagram we do want to do a natural follower I don't want to pay for followers in it so please look up biz and fashion follow us on Instagram please look up Susie Q Jewels on Instagram too um, I want it to be the organic growth, right? I don't want it to be like I pay for, you know, 18K and they're not following me and it's really not worthy, right? So yeah, thank you so much for having me on your show. It's amazing. You're most welcome. And yeah, what's your Instagram again? Just uh, put it in the It's um, Susie Q Jewels Fashion. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, you can look for me under Susie Tomasi, uh, Susie Q Jewels. That's my styling one. And then you can look at Susie Q Jewels Fashion and then Biz and Fashion Magazine, in which it, a portion of the sales go to the women's shelters too. So it's it's all corresponded to the same bucket. Awesome, fantastic. And I'll make sure to also add it in the description below, as well as uh, Susie Kajul article will be featured on our website. So you can also read more about it and all her link and connections on Instagram pages will be linked as well there. So you can go ahead and follow it. Once again, happy new years and I will see you guys in our next episode. And have a great day, Susie. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. God bless you and Happy New Year.